On the twelfth day of Christmas, the neighbours gave to me twelve last to sing songs. Eleven Piper uploads. Ten shots from Roxy. Nine Robinson Pine Homes. Eight wines for Ellie. Seven Chakras messed up. Six Robinson Y. Five cash for company dates. Four returns of tea. Three Brennan breakdowns. Two Scarlet Stabs. And Sonia will miss you dearly. Welcome back to Ramsey Speak. I'm Sam, and I've just come straight from the retreat's Christmas party. Alf, I'm telling you, that plant-based food just gets things <laughs> wild. I'm Alfie. I'm feeling more festive than Jim Robinson appearing in a bauble. Oh, festive. Merry Christmas. And we are your neighbours podcast, working our way through an Ellie serving a Prosecco with a dashing of vino, and just about ready to talk about one of the best years in neighbours, I would say. Oh, absolutely. But before we even talk about that, just need to talk about our little intro there. That is our present to you, dear listeners. A gift to you, wrapped in beautifully bowed. (laughs) We tried to auto-tune it and my computer blew up, so we just left it as it was. Yeah, enjoy that. Listen back to it whenever you're feeling low. Um, No, oh my goodness, what a big year it's been on Neighbours. We've seen some totally incredible characters come in and out of the show and it's just been huge. Yeah, I mean, we, when we started the podcast, I don't think we ever thought that we'd have this much to talk about every week and it's been such a joy and what a great time to be able to share that with all, all of you and kind of have those moments you know the d's the scarlets the crazies actually let's just start there oh my let's goodness. talk about the crazies i mean there's been quite a few this year i feel like the um writers have not done things by halves this year like when they've done a crazy character oh my lord it's been crazy um yeah, I mean, I don't really know where to kick it off. There's been so many of them, but I'm just going to say Scarlet. Ned! Where are you? Ned! Stay away from me! Ned! I'm sorry. I didn't mean to hurt you. You made me do this because of what you said. We were meant to be together, Ned. This is sick. Sick! You gave me no choice! You stabbed me! I didn't mean to hurt you. I love you. But you gave me no choice! Absolutely one of my favourites because she started off just a little bit weird and slowly just became a total nutter. Mm. And it was nice that it actually wasn't based in anything related to the street. Scarlet was a completely random character at an airport and it really showed that the writers and the show can do storylines that don't have to relate to the families but we still feel a deep connection to and I think that worked so well with Scarlet. I just thought she was a nutter. We got to see some on-location filming. Oh, we love an on-location filming. I love filming. a maze. <laughs> uh, we love a maze. Uh, we love a we love a bread knife or whatever, a butter oh, yeah. knife. A cheese knife. Cheese knife, either one. Um, yeah, she was an absolute nutter. She was such a good addition to the show later in the year. Just mm. at the point when you needed a new kind of crazy character to come in and inject loads of kind of energy into it. That's exactly what she bought. Also, her performance was just great. So good. Um, let's compare that to the beginning of the year with the Renshaws and the Siege. And oh. I actually put up like a Naughty Neighbours uh, graphic the other day and literally no one knew who uh, he was. That's because we're all choosing to forget <laughs> about it. We're all choosing it. to forget. <laughs> but it did bring us some of the first scenes of the year of Kersha with all her friends. If you're here to apologise, you're a little late. Yeah, I've made that pretty clear when you pulled the gun. Look, I'm here to ask you to let these people go. Yeah, but you don't get to ask me anything, do you? That's fair enough. I know you're angry at me. Angry? You betrayed me, sent me to prison. I thought of you like a son. I know, 
But think about your daughter. She's out there right now watching this all go don't down. Don't you talk to me about Delaney and don't pretend you're here for any other reason than to stall me. Doing the work for the cops. She again. loves you, Raymond. And oh, I don't think shut you... up, idiot. All three of you are. Come on, Raymond, let's go. Raymond, don't do this. Quiet! No. Think about Delaney, huh? What's I you said do you need to listen to And with Kersha's friends, we learnt two things. We learnt that, first of all, Kersha has friends, which was news to both of us. We also learnt that um, Kersha's friends equally don't speak nor perform in don't the same way that Kersha does. Right. So, um, you know, that was that. Oh, that siege, honestly, I think um, warrants just forgetting about. There was some good from the siege, though, because I think it was the first time we saw Ellie and Chloe start to get really close. They were holding hands, weren't they? And they were yeah. really worried. There was a so little shoulder nustle. Was that not yeah. the beginning of Chelly? I think, oh, yeah, I think it was kind the of. beginning of Chelly. It was definitely when they were getting closer, wasn't it? Yeah, so that was needed. You know, talking of Chelly, you should mention Dean there. I mean, he wasn't a crazy per se, but he was definitely a bit Fruit Loopy. Yeah, he's an absolute nutter. <laughs> um, I think as we're starting to learn more and more in his associations he's got at the moment... Um, he's, I think he could be a little bit more of a crazy. Oh, I hope he comes back in 2020. I hope so he as well. He could be the hero returnee of the year. I'd oh, be up for that. God, can't wait to talk about him this time next year. Yeah, get him on the billboard. <laughs> um, Dean was a nutter and also talking of Ellie, you know, Finn, yeah. who I suppose he is a crazy deep down. He's a crazy. I know we're learning that like with rehabilitation, you know, he might not be <laughs> yeah. a crazy. Well, or just a bonk on the head. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But um, no, Finn, I think, you know, it's still a bit of a nutter, but we did see him do the full 360. At the st- it was the start of this year, was it not? When Susan yeah. was under trial for yes. trying to kill him or yes. whatever. And I think we're going to see a lot more of Finn in the kind of January to March period. I think a lot of the next year of Neighbours is going to be revolved around him. Is that a and, teaser? Are you teasing us? Uh, I couldn't possibly say. This is obviously just my general I, opinion I on things with no teased. facts or, you know, knowledge that I might have from behind the scenes. Um, no, I just I just think that we need to get to a point with him soon where things come to a head. You know, Claudia coming in, his mum is fine. Sean's apparently dead. He's into B and Ellie. You know, it's all well and good, but like what's going to happen? We can't just trundle along forever with like all these, you know, unknown thoughts. Something's got to come up. And Something has happen. to come up. Um, worth addressing a crazy that also wasn't really a crazy, and that would be Mel. Oh, Mel. Who came in during the Chelly peak, didn't yeah, she? Yeah, she did. Um, I really liked Mel. We, I remember we, we chatted about Mel a lot, didn't we? We did, and we just said that Mel was giving us elements of, you know, a lot of the legacy kind of Neighbours characters that we really enjoyed. I think the thing with Mel is she was a really good performer. All of, She felt very natural, and she brought out a really cool side of Chloe. I really loved that relationship she had there, but also... She had a dark side. She mm-hmm. was associating with people who were wrongins. Absolutely. I mean, I if you're going to talk it. about the dark side, there's only one key person that must be mentioned there. Oh, but listen to me rattling on. Why don't I make Sonia one of her special smoothies? Actually, no, I'm good. I'm good. I'm feeling pretty good. You really don't have to worry. She's been great. Mm. Well, I, I don't, I don't mm. mind. No, I'm fine. Are you sure? Yeah, yeah, I'm positive. And we, and we should get going so we can beat the rush to the park. Yeah, absolutely. All right, let's go and grab our jackets, okay? Right. Oh, do you mind holding him while we do oh, that? Oh, grab him. Thank you. Good on you. Oh. Good. Bye. Oh. Bye. Who's my special boy? Oh, you'll be with Mummy again soon. Granny just has to find a way to give Sonia some stronger medicine. Yes, and find a way to give it to her. Look, look, yes. Oh, and then everything will be better. Oh, the shortbread queen herself. (laughs) Nanny Alice. I suppose she was a crazy that 
drifted in from 2018 into 2019. But, didn't I mean, she, she deserves, you know, the award two years in a row. And she did provide <laughs> us with an incredible gif when she's in the hat in the bush and she's like, oh, <laughs> I mean, like looking over. Oh, yeah. I mean, literally nonstop moments from her. Drugs on shortbreads, locking people into cupboards, <laughs> you know, poisoning poor Sonia constantly, manipulating Toadie, just pretending to be a nanny, full stop, you know, just great. Literally shouldn't forget the fact that she literally pushed Real D off of the side of a cliff, <laughs> didn't she? Well, like, yeah. And then she locked her in a hotel room and tried to... And then Real D convinced her. Manipulation. I mean, her. I mean, yeah, it was all just very confusing. But Nanny Alice is like queen of the crazies. Oh, my goodness. And honestly, one of the best characters I think we've ever had on Neighbours. Ever. Full stop. And she's 100%. she wasn't even full time. She was a guest character and... I'm sorry, but I can't think of many guest characters that I will remember with so much detail. She just, she had it all and she gave it 100% and she was so full of energy. But she did play hand in hand with the amazing uh, Madeline West, mm. who was playing Andrea when she was being evil and D when yes. she's good, obviously. They were perfect together, especially when it all came to a head this year. And it was Andrea, Real D, Nanny Alice. And it was all just like a family unit. And oh God, just the box of crazies we've been provided with. And there was, so, there was so many moments of Andrea where, you know, her voice just went to that really dark place, especially when she was in like the hospital and it, she went from kind of, you know, talking quite relatively like softly Australian into this really dark, like, yeah. well, I, I, I don't know if I'm going to do that. And, exactly. And it was amazing. It was so kind of spine tingling to watch and just, just amazing telly. Amazing such telly. Such good telly and such good soap telly as oh, well. Like yeah. goes down in the history books as being such great storylines for soap. I'm assuming your number one crazy is Nanny Alice. Um, yeah, you know what? I am going to say I think she deserves the number one spot. I do think Scarlett, I want her to come back. I want her to do like a put a new wig on and maybe try and trick Ned, Ned again. Because actually, I could revisit that storyline. So I did really enjoy what it. what I was going to say. If you could bring back one of the crazies ah, from this okay. year, who would you bring? Oh, um... Apart from Dean, who I think should be a permanent cast member. Um, <laughs> I think Scarlett. I think if they brought Nanny Alice back, it'd be hard to shoehorn that in without it being a bit, oh, here we go again, sadly, yeah, as much as I love her. So, yeah, I'm going to say Scarlett. And I actually think Scarlett probably will come back because, as I said, there was that comment on the Instagram picture when she left or whatever. And they said, like, I'm, I don't think it'll be the last time we see you on the street with a winky face. I think it was Ben really Hall that posted so. that. So I, and I'm quite confident Scarlett will be back. I don't feel like that storyline finished. I don't think it did. She just kind no. of got arrested and then went. But where where do we Happy go from Halloween, there? Happy Halloween, Paul. Yeah, literally, where do we <laughs> go from there? And I think she's got so much more to bring than just that moment. She was great. I mean, I've loved loads of characters this year, yeah. though, not just the crazies. We've also had some incredible, like, comedic moments or just characters that you didn't expect to love, but you completely yeah, fell like in love with. Yeah, character arcs with just full-time characters that I never thought that I would, by the end of the year, go... God, I love them. I, I hope they never leave. You're talking about Dippy, aren't you? I am. Because Flapper the Musical and that kind of era of Dippy, which again, I, I know was Flapper. like 2018, but, you know, kind of pulled into 2019. She has just been given the script in the storylines to shine. No, and I just hope that Dippy's going to be around for a really long time because we absolutely love her. I think she's so cool. She brings so much fun to the show and so much like colour and vibrancy and like she... You just when she's on screen, even when she's sad or she's moaning or something, you just feel like she brings so much. And I can even tell from like viewer comments online, people tweeting, you know, beginning of this year, it was all, oh, Dippy's so boring, Dippy's so annoying, Dippy's so this. Now it's like, God, love Dippy and Shane scenes together. Love Sheila and Dippy. Oh, love when Dippy does this. 
she's completely done a 180. Yeah, do you know? And what, it's so good to see. What I really enjoy about her that I was just thinking then actually is when Sonia, before her storylines became serious near the end, but before that she was, you know, Sonia's a big hippie. She's all about like herbal remedies and all that sort of stuff. And I love that Dippy is even more of that now, you know, with her cards, her tarot yeah, cards and that her she reads. Yeah, and she's all like, <laughs> she wants to like light things. Like after the sea, she was the one who suggested lighting that like incense smoke or whatever it was. And she, I just love that she's all about that. The sex tea, yeah. Oh my goodness. I just, there's so many elements to Dippy that I'm like, you are just like perfect. She is so good. And someone else who I think we're going to see more of in 2020, of course, is Mackenzie, who is now a oh. permanent cast member. Absolutely amazing. And you put her on the nice list, did you not? I did put her on the nice list. I think she deserves mm. to be top of my nice list because Mackenzie has been a shining grace in, you know, what people see as this little soap, but it can make real impact. It can huge have, impact. you know, huge impact. It can make a big difference, not just in society, not just in conversations we have, but also ensuring that representation is actually, you know, well portrayed on television. And uh, Mackenzie is part of that. And I really, really love that. I'm so excited to see more of her. I think I'm really interested to see how they slot her in with the dynamics of the street. Yeah. And how that works. And I wonder, is she going to move in with Carl and Susan? Maybe. I mean, there's not many rooms left, but I can't work out who else she's... I suppose if not oh, Shane, gone, it would make sense. Shane, yeah. Oh, yeah, I suppose. But there definitely still is not enough bedrooms there. Yeah, I mean, absolutely. But uh, there's not enough bedrooms in many of the homes. No, so we true. can't on that. Um, I think Mackenzie's amazing and beautiful and she brings such amazing storylines to the show and her performance has been incredible, especially in Erinsborough High, which oh, was yeah, such a highlight of this year. Like, really, really good. We really enjoyed Erinsborough High and Mackenzie was such a, sh- a shining star in there alongside Yashvi, who equally was fantastic. Mm. I think for representation, I th- you're completely right. Like, call it a little show or whatever you want, but like, we're going into our 35th year and Mackenzie is such an example of the sort of talent that Neighbours creates. Mm. I think on the flip side, you know, we should just mention briefly Chelly there because there was a lot of people who have spoken yeah. about the representation of that and a bisexual uh, gay relationship. And I think the one comment I would leave with this shit, because I know people are so passionate about Chelly and I totally, totally love that. And I think people, you know, shipping couples is something that's happened since the beginning of time of television or, you know, even books, um, theatre shows, whatever. Like it's always been a thing. Um, but just because they're not together doesn't mean that they're not, you know, showing representation well. And I think, you know, we just have to look at the fact that there was a moment this year where Chloe and Ellie were together. They're not right now. That doesn't mean that they never will be, but, they're still representing bisexuals and, you know, lesbians in characters. Yeah, and just and because, you know, Chloe's got married doesn't mean she's no longer bisexual. Yeah, and um, I think Chloe creates a really great example of somebody who is uh, bisexual and she's just so proud of it because there's just throwaway lines about it which don't really matter or in terms of, like, they're not a focus of a storyline. She can just be like, oh, yeah, you know, I'm into both. That is so great for the representation. And a great example exactly. of that was the um, the hen party when yeah. Pierce didn't want Ellie to arrange it because he felt jealous. Yeah. So, you know, that brings up its own narrative of like him still feeling a bit awkward that, you know, they've slept together and they're friends and, you know, all of that. So I think we shouldn't forget that I do think it's been portrayed very uh, tastefully and sensibly whilst also, you know, creating some sexy bedroom scenes and some nice moments for the fans. Yeah. I think I think we've had a good way up of that throughout the year. I would just want to nod to the fact of the characters that I've loved the most this year. You would call it the family I've loved the most this year. It goes to the Cannings, probably for the second year in a row. I know it's our first <laughs> year doing the podcast, <laughs> but oh my goodness, the Cannings have absolutely smashed it this year. I'm going to touch on Gary first. Okay. Gary, 10 out of 10. Oh my goodness, you're so good. You're such a staple part of the show. Is there anybody else that Gary can date? Please. I no. just, you know, Prue's gone. 
praise be, um, bring in somebody else. <laughs> just like Gary is so good. I don't want him to be the sort of character that settles down unless he becomes the sort of character that settles down. Oh my goodness, it's a great idea. Please, scriptwriters, take this aboard. Gary should settle down with a woman who's maybe got like six kids. And then Gary like, suddenly has to, <laughs> Gary has to like raise almost like a father figure with six kids. Imagine him, he'd like pull his hair out, bless me. He can't even. Janine Timmons could come back. Oh my God. Goodness, the Timmons. <laughs> and she's the adopted back any six children. <laughs> that would be so great. Somebody like them, though, would be amazing. And Sheila, oh, Sheila is queen. She's just an absolute legend. Xanthi was amazing and I was so emotional when she left. Mm. And obviously, Carl is back now. So happy he's back. So let's just keep growing the cannings. Bring him back. Bring Naomi back. I'll say it again. You're just going to say it just every like, week, aren't you? Please, for goodness sake, come back. Well, um, love him. Talking of those who have departed us, you know, deaths and also just leaving the street, it has been um, a year of quite a lot of turnover on the street. Not as much as previous years, because, you know, we had a bit of a cull in about 13, 14, you know, where we lost literally everyone. Yeah. Um, and we lost whole houses of like complete families were wiped out. So not as many. I like that we've got the, some stability on the street. You know, we've got the pools and people like that back where they belong. Yeah. But we did lose a lot of people. We must talk first, of course about Sonia oh I mean actually saying we've lost people this year yeah accurate we've actually lost a lot of staple core characters this year the first one obviously being Sonia um that was just so sad and no storyline has been done better than that like Eve's performance was beautiful I do think that that storyline around Sonia leaving is quite a large bit responsible for the fact that Neighbours was nominated for Logies this year. Absolutely. I think it made such an impact, not only for its audience, but also just in the general industry, people who work in continuing dramas and just people who respect good television and good good dramas, I think generally just applauded that moment. She was just, she's just so beautiful. It's going to go down to Neighbours history and just the history books for soaps in general. Yeah, I mean, I think it, it was so hard to watch. And every time we watched it, we were in tears. And still, still cry now. I still yeah. I watch it on YouTube. I'm crying. Still I just can't day. stop. Um, and I know recently there was an interview with one of the cast and they said that, you know, I think the showmakers kind of regret their decision of killing her off. And I mean, I think they probably do regret it, but it did bring us the most amazing episode and build up and following episodes and it allowed Ryan to shine as this grieving broken man and you know that is what soap is about it's about bringing out those raw emotions in people and being able to really relate to a situation and for neighbors to do a storyline that wasn't a plane crash or a building blowing up but actually just like a really quite simple cancer storyline but happened to anyone yeah so incredibly well I think that is real testament to the show I agree and also I think you know, they may regret the decision to have lost Eve. She's such a talent to have been associated with the show. But um, as you said, you know, this is just the way which shows work. And actually that storyline has gained a lot of attention to Neighbours again on how beautifully and well done it was in the same way that I always feel like getting rid of the Timmonses back in the day was such a mistake for the show. They were such a core part of Neighbours and what Neighbours represented, but they were gone quite quickly. Yeah. felt anyway. And I actually think that was a mistake. You should have kept them around. You should have tried to keep them on the show. But by losing them, you know, it does then draw attention to the show. It creates opportunity for somebody else. And I think, yeah, you know, it's so sad that Sonia's gone. We, I miss her every episode that I watch. I just think she brought so much. But 
you know, I go back and watch those episodes, like I said, on YouTube and I cry. And anytime I want to cry, that's what takes those tears out, you know? And it did some fantastic things for kind of awareness of ovarian cancer. And, you know, we yeah. saw that the the phone lines, the numbers went up. And I know Target Ovarian Cancer mentions that, you know, it did have an impact across soap because I know EastEnders were also doing an ovarian cancer storyline yeah. at a similar time. So it was actually a really strong moment for the charity to be able to raise awareness and, and hopefully, you know, make some lasting impact. And that's what... Neighbours is done on so many people's lives and to be able to continually be doing that in their 34th year, you know, is 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 incredible, actually. I thought it was great. I mean, we've also had some other people who departed this year, yeah. equally as important and really sad to see them go. Mark Brennan. Oh, Brennan. You know, not been around as long as Sonia has in, in sections he has, but, you know. But d- an related absolute... to Sonia, they had a baby. Well, we're going to exactly. have a baby together. Exactly. That was sad to see him go. But you know what? It... That was a case of, I felt a little bit like, you know, we'd exhausted to where we can go with Mark Brennan for now. I do think he'll be back, hopefully. Um, he was unlucky in love and, you know, was done with being a bad cop. Really has. I mean, we'll be seeing him again next year for the anniversary. Exactly. Because he is returning. So, he'll pop back. You know, so it's not the last time we see him on screen. But um, oh well. Xanthi also left. Yes. Xanthi went. I was really upset when Xanthi went. I think that was such a beautiful goodbye. She's such a great character and really super talented. So... Yeah, I don't want to. I feel like I'm just going to wish all these best their best. I'm going to be like, oh, yeah. I wish you my best. But from from Xanthi, we lost Piper as well, best friend. Yes, oh my goodness. Clementine the cat was left behind, which has now been handed around and pretty much given away. I mean, absolutely ridiculous. Like gifted to Hendrix now, isn't it? Basically, yeah. And then I feel like you know, oh, God knows. So there we go. We're never going to see that again. Great to see that Piper was reunited with Tyler oh, in that beautiful scene Typer. at the end. Oh my lovely, goodness, lovely, lovely touch by the show writers and being able to work out people's timings and make those things work. Yeah. You know, us as fans really, really adore that and really appreciate that. Because and now it, we know. feel like, you know, Piper's storylines are all tied up neatly in a lovely little bow. She left and she's gone with Tyler and she's going to be with and them actually made sense. And it's, yeah, it yeah. makes perfect sense. Um, Leo, obviously, yeah. left. Leo Tanaka, although currently back. Yeah, I mean, on he screen. left in 30 seconds and then now his second exit is probably going to be more interesting than yeah. his first. <laughs> Which we hope so anyway, because he was deserving of a better exit. Um, we have to touch on the fact that um, Kirsch is gone. I know. So sad, but what? also, you know, do we miss her? I like that she's being mentioned a bit. I liked the other day that Dippy was like, oh, look at Kirsch. She's having such a good time. And Shame's like, yeah, whatever. Don't know who that is. I mean, normally these mentions <laughs> go on for the, all the best part of like two seconds, don't they? And give it a couple months time and they would have forgotten. I don't imagine into January she'll ever be mentioned again. Like That's Misty. <laughs> but, yeah. you know. And then I think we've got some more exits happening in the next few days. If you're listening to us before Christmas and you don't want to ruin some spoilers, I would just mute us for the next 30 seconds. If you're listening after Christmas, then great. Uh, here we go. Amy's leaving as well so uh, Amy is leaving alongside Leo so I think that's going to be quite sad to see but again I feel like they need to be wrapped up I feel like you said with Leo she's kind of run her course and the whole Kyle thing for me just wasn't working no it wasn't working at all and it's nice that Jimmy's back and you know she's going to leave kind of in a similar way that Steph left oh my goodness Steph left no well I feel like we're still missing her because you know she didn't come back for the funeral for Sonia and I feel like she should have and people who did return were like, you know, Toadie's mum. We got to see Lucas and Vanessa. Yeah, oh my goodness, they we had returnees. But why did Steph not? And I think Steph's someone that we've mentioned many times I'd love to see in 2020 back. But we did have loads of great returnees this loads. year. Not to like go through list and list and list. But, you know, I just want to talk about the wives storyline in general. That was one of the greatest kind of like soap moments ever. I just think having all of them back, Lynn Scully, such an icon, you know, Gail was back. I think... 
Rebecca, all of them were just, they brought such a warmness to the show that made you feel like you were gone back in time to like 2008. And, and, oh. and we had a bit of legacy through, from throughout the eras of Neighbours. I really struggled to say that. <laughs> um, we've got Plain Jane. We had Imogen, you know, from a newer era. We then had... Uh, Robert Robinson, we've had Beverly, we've had like people from scattered all yeah. the way across the kind of neighbours legacy. And I think that's worked really well this year. I remember in one of our first episodes of Ramsey Speak, we commented that we were really concerned about all these like six week guest stints and how they were going to really just look like people coming and going in like a, a churning door. And at the beginning of the year, it was like that. It was pretty fucking shit. I'm not yeah. going to lie. By the end of the year, the show has really worked out how to introduce characters quickly, warm them to your heart, and then get them out the door again. Well, I, and I love it. I feel like, you know, where there's been highs, there have been highs. Where there have been lows, it's been like, eh, you know, I'm you know, not overly fussed about this week, but I'm going to watch it anyway, you know. I think as well, where we were concerned about the guest stars, people like Beverly Robinson, who was sold to us as a guest star then was still in it towards the end of the year when she was covered in shit by Sheila. Oh, one of the best moments. Was that your favourite moment of the year? I would, I'd say it's definitely <laughs> in my top three. That was just so good. We played it a couple of weeks ago on the podcast and oh my goodness, like that was so great. But being able to have Beverly be in that moment, you know, it's just so great. That's what we like about guest characters when they can just pop back and just be there for that moment. One of my favourite moments, uh, it just needs no introduction. It was this. No, when no one's around and you can do whatever you like. Well, there is something, but now is not the time for it. Well, I'll be the judge of that. Come on. Well, you know, I've always wanted to, you know. What, what does, you know, mean? I mean, like, you know, you know. But, you know, anyway, we can't do that, can we? Uh. I, I don't know. Are you, are you feeling up to us? You yeah. know, you are still recovering. Oh, you know, I think I've, um... Yeah, I've recovered enough for that. I need anything to help to reset the positivity in this place, you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, it'd be wrong enough to... No, yeah, well, I think so. Yeah. Mm. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Honestly, gives me all the vibes of a perfect neighbour scene. The per- most perfect episode. And, oh, my goodness, I just... The two of them together, the chemistry and everything. Oh. And they were those moments where, you know, we knew that she was going to be killed off at that yeah. point. I don't know if it was a, I don't know if that was public knowledge at that point or it was just spoilers, but you know, we got to see these really touching scenes with her with now and, oh, it was just done so beautifully. And it really made you, you, you feel even more sorry for her when she did die. I think that it was so beautifully built up to. And it was those great moments where you get to see the character just have fun on yes, screen for a while. Absolutely. Her storylines in that time were just fun. They were just really like, you saw her smiling and laughing. And that's when you, yeah, that is what made it harder, I think, when she went. But a great moment and also brilliant because Sheila, I remember, was just like disinfecting the waterhole for like a good yeah. week after that. <laughs> oh, love her. Yeah. Um, also loved uh, the moment, which is huge, when mm. Ellie finally kind of broke down and, and revealed that she's a, a nasty cheat. Hey, I'm your husband now. You should be able to tell me anything. <gasps> Talk to me. I'm so sorry. I cheated on you. I slept with your sister. <laughs> Ellie's been a bad girl. That's all I remember from that from the trailer. Oh my goodness. Which I really yeah. enjoyed. Bad um, girl. I enjoyed that nearly as much as Susan's dancing at Pierce and Chloe's wedding, which oh, I can't I play can't to you. You just need it. to watch. I mean, it's been made into a gift by wonderful fans online. So, so good. just stick that on a Christmas card next year, arguably. 
obviously all the wives in the spa when they were all kind of like surrounding Therese and were like, listen, we just need to talk to you. Don't marry Paul. <laughs> that was so that good. That was fantastic. With their face masks on and they're yeah. all in robes. Oh, so and good. And Rebecca and Lynn, he's like, no, I actually agree with, with um, Therese there. You are a, a sour bitch. <laughs> Basically, that was, <laughs> that was so great. <laughs> uh, I really liked the moment when Leo threw on the Valentine's Day episode, picked up that flower heart and just like lobbed it at Vera oh, Punt so and just, she just took a massive tumble to the ground. Oh, brilliant moments. We've so had good. some great um, seasonal episodes like Valentine's Day, Halloween, Christmas. Yeah. You know, they've all been really good this year and sometimes they can come across really cheesy and like fake Australian snow and kind of stuff. But actually, yeah. I've really enjoyed them this year. I think they've been really suited. The fact that we had Mackenzie and all the uh, teenagers for that Halloween seance scene with oh my God, that was so Hendrix good. playing that music and being, you know, a bit cheeky. It worked beautifully. Yeah. It wasn't like, you know, to- sometimes I love like a Toadie and Sonia dressed up as pumpkins kind of vibe, but I liked <laughs> that it suited the characters and I can imagine them all going trick and treating and getting drunk. So it was great. We did. We had such good seasonal episodes this year. I think all round it's just been... Really such a strong year of Neighbours. I've enjoyed it so much. Like I said, where there have been highs, they have been high and lows have been a bit meh. But, you know, that is what it is. And I think the storylines have been such a high that overall, I've just loved it. What would be your New Year's resolution for our neighbours on the street for 2020? Uh, Ellie, get a job. Oh, God, yeah. How uh, is she shopping for the baby? I mean, what? Yeah, God knows. Um, and just generally, you know, let's just... A bit of fun. Let's yeah. keep the crazies away, but also bring them in. Yeah, bring great. Them in. Well, that's really clear. And, you know, if we write that down for the producers, keep the crazies away, bring them in, Ellie get a job. I think they can action at least half of that. I think so, yeah. I think I think we're there. I think mine would be that I'd like to see a little bit more linking to legacy throughout. And I think we're going to get that because it's the 35th oh goodness, year. It's 35. But I think that what I'd like is a little bit more of the moments like when Paul spoke to Elle after finding out that she was manipulating all the ex-wives. Yeah. I just want throwaway moments like that where Paul goes, I've just spoke to Elle or, you know, Elle's on FaceTime. Hey Elle. And it's just, it's just a moment in one episode. It's not a big cameo, but like we can get a few of those things banked throughout the year and make a little bit more of them. Um, you know, Jim Robinson coming back on Christmas Day in the bubble was literally iconic and incredible. So how do we beat that? And how do we make those kind of moments interlock a bit more? I want to see Clive used more. I want to see Beverly used more. Plain Jane, I think, is going to be a great link back to that. Yeah, yeah. But how can we have a little bit more of that, which entertains new viewers, but also we know that legacy viewers are the, are the people that we need to get back watching it in Australia. I feel like this year it really, I think it definitely is on the route to that because I felt like this year there was so much warmth in so many episodes that really made it feel nostalgic neighbours. I think they did that really well to bring that community together. And I think that's only going to get stronger going forward with like playing Jane coming back and, and legacy characters like that. We're going into the 35th year. What an incredible, huge achievement for any show. Um, I think this is just going to be a big year. I think it's going to be really exciting. A big year, an even bigger year for Ramsey Speak, of course. Yeah, we're going to continue to get um, some amazing hashtag throwback, wonderful ex-stars of Neighbours to come and have a chat with us. We had some great people this year. Yeah, and I think we're really excited. We're going to be working next year on doing a few different seasons of the podcast and we're going to be doing some specials. We might even do some meetups, maybe come and meet us. I know that sounds weird, but, you know, we'd love to have a, a mince pie and a... Uh, Cole Kennedy catch up. Yeah, yeah, well, I mean, anybody going to the Neighbours event in London at we'll, the Adelphi we will Theatre there, will be there, you know, We're front and centre. Yeah. So, um, yeah, it's going to be a big year for Neighbours, even bigger year for Ramsey Speak. And 
Thank you. Uh, thank it's all that's left to say. Thank you for listening to us. Thank you for having us in your ears for a good part of this year. We hope you have an incredible Christmas mm. and a brilliant new year. Yeah, and new year. honestly, you have given us the present of of your presence. Oh, you really have. So thank you. Thank you so much for listening. If you do know someone who loves Neighbours or is getting back into Neighbours, please tell them to give us a listen. Maybe start with this episode. It's a recap of the year. It gets them up to date before January. So all that's left to say is that you'll hear from us very, very soon. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas.